See, like Owen's game, it's gotta Overwatch. <laughs> gotta, gotta Overwatch. What kind of a game is that? That's a weird game. Yeah, I know. I've never heard of it. I'm excited to hear. It's a top-down RTS part-time shooter. Oh, part-time. <laughs> yeah, you're not. You're not. That's interesting. Yeah, it's, just a, it's just a part-time shooter. Four hours mm. a day is a shooter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Transforms into something else. Hey everybody, thanks for joining us. Welcome to The Forecast, episode 55. The Forecast is a bi-weekly podcast produced every other Thursday. Uh, we are a community of people who just love discussing all kinds of things from video games to board games to film. Um, if you like what we talk about, you can also follow us at Facebook at facebook.com forward slash wearethehorizoncommunity, or you can check out our website at wearethehorizon.com. Everything we talk about on the cast, we also put into notes, which goes on the site, as well as it gets pushed out to whatever you use for podcasting. So... That being said, let's get into it, um, and we will start with exactly what we've been starting with the last, I don't know how long we've been starting with this, but what have you been playing lately? Um, Alex, why don't we start with you, since you know your list is significantly shorter than it was last week. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, anything shorter than last week's list, jeez. So, <laughs> I'm playing like two different co-op games with Caleb a lot. Um, yeah. There's a follow-up to Hammerwatch that came out that's called Heroes of Hammerwatch that has online co-op this time, and it has a bunch of progression and roguelike elements added to it. It's basically just like a arcade hack-and-slash dungeon crawl. 8-bit style, like very uh, gauntlet, like arcade gauntlet. Very much so. Ooh, I like gauntlet. Um, but mm. it's super fun and hard. Very hard. and uh, the the loop of like bringing back gold and materials to your town and upgrading your your character over time is like got pretty good progression in it. That I enjoy it. It's got a super cool mechanic of when somebody dies and you revive them, your souls are now linked. So if one of you dies, both of you die, uh-huh. and that's and how it if, maintains like when the game should actually end. If you have like four people in your game. Like after a while, all four of you are linked, and then one person takes one hit, and then all of you instantly die. It's great. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it sounds great. That sounds actually really neat. <laughs> it's pretty cool. Yeah. When you just not die out in like in the middle of nowhere, no enemies are shooting at you or anything. It's very confusing at times. Are the I was going to ask you this? Are the are the levels are they generated? Or are they always the same? Like the times I've played, we've faced the same first boss every single time. The levels have seemed. Somewhat yeah, the I mean, same in terms of like elements. The layout's generated, but yeah, it's like the first level is always going to have these types of enemies and gotcha. that boss at at the end of and it. And is is there an end? I mean, I'm assuming there's some sort of end. This doesn't just like continually loop and get harder and harder. I mean, presumably yeah, I there's an end. I guess there's we don't really know. We've only made it to the second section. <laughs> we haven't even made it to the second boss yet. Oh man, we're killing it. Right. Hard. Need to level up more before you. Maybe get you guys just suck. You can I mean, that's that. that's possible. We're starting to get a lot better. Like that first boss is actually not too bad anymore. Yeah, he's pretty easy now. Well, the first also, couple times we faced him, it was very scary. We're also leveled up quite a bit from when we first right. faced him. Yeah, and I have a class that can heal people. Finally. <laughs> uh, the other one needed. that 
I've been playing is called Synthetic. Synthetic. <laughs> <laughs> this is much better. <laughs> uh, spelled S-Y-N-T-H-E-T-I-K. All caps. In case you would try to look it up. Yeah, all caps. That's important. <laughs> all it's <caps>. very important. <laughs> um, pretty much you can go look it up on Steam and there's like a link to their site where you can request a beta key for it and they just give you one. Oh, and, nice. And... Um, it's it's like a hardcore roguelike shooter, like top down shooter, mm-hmm. like pretty slow paced. It's got like crazy weapons and uh, what what is the style? It's, like it's not like cyberpunk. Between it's like, like go ahead. I, I don't know what I was gonna say. You know, um, what is that game? This looks. I weird. can't think of it. It's like future it's like neon chrome. Retro futurist? Sure. Yeah, kind of. Retro futurism? It's like clean, cybery, futury. And it's really cool. And it's got really cool music and sound effects. <laughs> I like that the best, yes. Every, clean, cybery, everything... futury. <laughs> I'm going to write that yes, down. Everything's like, <laughs> like super impactful. Like all of your weapons just like sound so strong and like hit so hard. Mm-hmm. It's really cool, and and there's like four classes that have some pretty unique abilities, and you just kind of like go through and clear out the levels and get upgrades and find new weapons, and it's really fun. The gameplay's like a mix of like a Binding of Isaac style roguelike thing mixed with the tactical combat of like uh, what's that four player game we always play? Helldivers. Helldivers, yeah. Yeah, feels like that. Is yeah, it because there's like friendly fire and um. Like they're friendly you, fire? if you, there's definitely friendly fire. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was if I was you losing so, so you, much, you're using like WASD to walk around, and you're using your mouse to aim. At least like that's what we found. I haven't even tried a controller. Have you? I have not. No. Okay, so we're using mouse to aim, and if you put your cursor directly on an enemy's head, even though it's a top-down thing, you actually get headshot damage. So just pointing in the direction is actually not as useful. And there's all sorts of modifiers on like if you're moving or if you're standing still. And you have like a little dash, which is super fun. Like, and there's an ability that every time you shoot in, shoot out. a bullet, there's a chance it shoots at least one rocket, if not more. Which <laughs> is freaking awesome. So fun. Because <laughs> that's not ridiculous. You just shoot and everything explodes around you. It's wonderful. My favorite thing, it's not my favorite thing. I, I love it, but it's not, I can't say it's my favorite thing. But when you load the game in and the menu comes up, it like does this big sound effect and like comes in in your face and is like all blurry and then like slowly it like comes into focus. The effect is just so cool. I don't know what it is. I love everything about the game, huh? You're yeah, amazing. Freak, the, way, the way the menu loads up. I mean, I'm sold. <laughs> so good. And then we've been playing some GTA, I guess. What do you mean? I you like guess. Five people have it on their list, though. Yeah. I'm. I'm. I don't want to talk about no GTA. <laughs> you gotta pass I'm gonna it on to somebody else list because ugh. <laughs> it's the only thing on Aaron's list, so I'd be, I'd feel bad if I talked yeah, about I, it. Yeah, I guess that's gonna be Aaron's game. <laughs> well, it's not on your list, Owen. You have yeah, some weird game that none of us have ever heard of. I have GTA and Overwatch. GTA Overwatch. You do not. You have GTA Overwatch. <laughs> GTA Overwatch. It's, very it's where you play Overwatch, and in between matches, you do races in GTA. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
Okay. I thought like you're playing heist and GTA and like while things are loading, you do an entire match in Overwatch. Uh, I was yeah, gonna say also, <laughs> there's no way you can go play some Overwatch and then go back over to GTA. It hasn't kicked you from the server, and then by the time you load in, you're not already done with your next game of Overwatch. Oh no, some of those load times. Sometimes they like quick. Is that what four, you're saying? Four yeah. rounds of okay. Overwatch. What's the deal with the load times being like 20 minutes and then the, oh. the time to idle kick you is like four minutes? <laughs> you can't leave and go do something because you come back, you get kicked, you got to do the whole 20 minute loading thing again. Yeah, Dude, the time idle thing is strange. Garbage. I literally uh, walked up, made eggs. Like I made eggs because uh, my girlfriend was coming over and then came back and it still didn't kick me from the game. So I just continued playing. <laughs> And I was like, this is weird. Is that like a traditional mating ritual? <laughs> <laughs> you, you make eggs in preparation for the female coming over? Mm -hmm. I, she, was, she hadn't had dinner yet. Or breakfast, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm thinking about dinner because I'm hungry. I know the problem with eggs for dinner. It's good stuff. No, not at all. It's great. You still eat like so many eggs all the time, Caleb? I mean, I eat a good number of eggs. What's a good number? Only for breakfast. <laughs> Yeah, give us an exact figure today. How many eggs? Three. <laughs> <laughs> today was a light day. Uh, Have you ever had Caleb? eggs for every meal? No. Gosh, okay. No. Why would every you, other? <laughs> I mean, on the weekends, this is basically every other one I only do for breakfast. <laughs> uh, Caleb, what have you been playing? Well, like Alex said, I've been playing some Heroes of Hammerwatch, some Synthetic, and some GTA V. But I've also been playing kind of an older game, Torment Tides of Numenera. It's a game built on the Pillars of Eternity engine. Oh. So it's a, it's a CRPG top-down squad-based thing. But it's primarily focused not on combat, almost entirely on social interaction with the characters, which is pretty interesting. It's Sorry, pretty enjoyable so far. For? Computer RPG. I know it's dumb, but that's fucking... what it stands for. That's what it stands for. I hate this. <laughs> it's a real thing. I mean, uh... I know computer RPGs are a thing. They're just usually called RPGs. <laughs> but that's It's fine. like the specific style of game, though. Like the, um... It's fucking stupid. What's that game everybody knows? The D&D game on computer that everybody knows? Baldur's Gate? Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's like the Baldur's Gate style of game. Yeah, I, I love know what Baldur's you're Gate, about, but it's still fucking <laughs> it is stupid. stupid. You're not wrong, but it's pretty cool. It's got a really interesting um, world, like the the tabletop RPG Numenera game. It uses that whole uh, rule set and world, and it's very cool, very interesting. Uh, I'll hop in here next. Of course, we've already talked a little bit about this, but we have been playing a little bit of GTA Five again. You know, we started playing about half as much as we have been loading, but whatever. Well, sure, sure, yeah. <laughs> um, but we have been ever since they talked about the Doomsday Heist, which didn't that come out around Christmas of last year? Uh, Maybe. something like that. It, it was in I the winter. That. Yeah, I think it was in December. Yeah, I don't know. We had this idea. Hey, we're gonna go back. We're gonna we're gonna play the Doomsday Heist, and we have played. I mean, hours upon hours of GTA, and we still have not even done the first mission for the Doomsday Heist yet, so way to go us. Uh, but we have been playing some of the older heists, which are just, I don't know, they're great. They're, they're very interactive, they're fun. I love doing missions where you're kind of just all running around as different people trying to accomplish things. I'm very good at not dying. 
um, in that game. Other people are not. Owen? Well, uh, yeah, <laughs> I die a lot. <laughs> Doesn't even fight it. No. <laughs> <laughs> I understand my role here, okay? Wait, wait. No one's role is to die in GTA. That is the worst thing you can do, actually. My, my role is to stay uh, far away from people and snipe them. And when I am <laughs> not in that role, uh, bad things happen, man. <laughs> Listen, I mean, normally I don't know, but when you and I were playing that helicopter mission where you go out onto the yacht, that was just... That was oh my just, gosh, guys. That was poor. That was painful. Was, I listened to that mission. It sounded painful. <laughs> it was. Alex and I are just on the ship murdering people right and left, and then Aaron, <laughs> Aaron and Owen just die occasionally. Repeatedly. Occasionally. Over many over. times, yes. <laughs> occasionally like, was the wrong word there. Wildly different approaches to trying to beat it. Still just murdered. Let's land again, on the front. Again. Let's land on the back. Let's land over and here on the, on the dock. Let's, yeah, let's the not land. Let's just was, stay let's in the land helicopter. Let's on the dock and stay super far away and snipe people. That was the end result. That's what happened. <laughs> Couldn't get on the boat because you just die. Listen, you guys get to sneak out through the back. There is no sneaking sneak on the up. chopper. Yeah. You drive up to the back of the boat on another boat. There is no sneaking involved. <laughs> yeah. But it doesn't take long to get onto the back of the boat onto the back of the yacht so that Only you're, if you have an and, expert you're undercover. Oh, yes, okay. Exactly. Which I heard you're a very expert boatsman, Alex. Yeah. I am. Well, regardless, uh, we finally bought a facility, so I think we'll be playing Doomsday at some point in, you know, 2018. <laughs> when you get enough money. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Live streamed and recorded hey, coming to you. What is Jata Overwatch? Uh, well, like I said, I've been uh, playing some GTA with you guys, helping out with some heists and getting some money. Uh, I love being a henchman for Aaron. It's, uh, it pays well. Um, yeah. Does it? Need to lower that a little bit then. I realize you thought it was and, such a good uh, thing. You're overpaying. Jeez. <laughs> Clearly. Yeah. And then uh, the other thing is I've been doing some Overwatch. I. Uh, Climbed my way back into Diamond League uh, this morning. So, hey, playing some Overwatch because of the new season. It's pretty nice. Uh, the Overwatch League is still going. I've got that running on my other lap on my uh, my laptop, so that way I can get the points to grab the uh, league skins while I play games. Nice. Yeah. I was going to ask about not that. Out yet, right? Who? Brigitte? Oh, she's on a PTR. Yes. Uh, for everyone who doesn't know, that's the new character. It's Torbjorn's daughter, and she is like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> She's just like, damn, dude. I I showed I showed Brigitta to uh, my girlfriend, and the first thing that came out of her mouth is, "Man, that is one butch lesbian." <laughs> wow. And I was like, "What?" And she's just like, "Oh, come on! Look at the way that she taunts players. There's no way she's straight." <laughs> Wait, okay, so Tracer is is the lesbian, right? Tracer is the Officially. only Yes, she is official. the lesbian, correct. Yeah. <laughs> because they didn't they never said Zarya was. They never said Zarya was even though everyone but just come kind on. of assumes. <laughs> okay. okay. Was good. was Brigitta somehow like uh underneath of um like sort of as a, a squire for what's his face because she's for, her armor yeah, is very right. much the same. Yes. Yeah. That's when she I like, would go when I first saw her, That's why I thought I was like, "Oh, it's his daughter." Yeah, in in the comics, uh, she goes around and like repairs uh, Reinhardt's armor and pretty much kind of like sets up camp for him while he goes off and fights crime. 
and uh, Squire she's kind is of the exact word. Yeah, yeah. he got it the first time. <laughs> she's t- she's tired of that, and uh, she wants in on the fight. So she's made her own armor, and uh, she's in on the fight now. Except that she's a squire. She's like still a support. So it's like the <laughs> yeah. same thing. But whatever. Some of her <laughs> skins remind me of World of Warcraft. Some of them may be characters from World of Warcraft. I was gonna say it makes a lot of sense because it's, it's like... all Blizzard. <laughs> yeah. Is this What's one that's the... like some silver armor with gold trim and like a purple cape? I don't know. It just makes me think of like a warrior in World of Warcraft. <laughs> I don't know where I'm yeah. going with this character. I got you. Silver <laughs> armor, purple cape. I totally get it. Hey, what's their plan to bring her out of PTR into just the main main game? It's the same way they always do it. At some like point, yeah. Yeah, she's on PTR for a week or two, maybe? Okay. Yeah, really that's like normally how they do it. Now, uh, something for Jake here uh, that that's I know me. that he'll uh, enjoy or at least want to talk about um, is that the Overwatch League is not the same patch. Uh, yeah, patch. Uh, yeah, they're they're a little bit behind because they haven't rolled out the new Sombra hacks uh, because the pros don't want it yet. Well, the two overpowered or the what? Timing. I think it's just the timing of it. I don't oh. think it's. I don't think they give a, a fuck what the pros want. Yeah. yeah. Oh, sh- in Dota they'll That's do it. It's not a great choice. They patched in the middle of a, a a three um best of three game like two years ago. What? Yeah. What? That's don't you remember insane. that, Alex? Yeah, like a, a major Why patch. Why would they do first two that? Games. I don't know, but the first two games were like regular wasn't... patch, and then they had like some time in between the second and third game, so they're like reading up, like, all right, okay, uh, okay, make this. <laughs> it change, wasn't or... like major tournament. It was like a smaller tournament. Okay. At some point, it's just like, well, you got to do it sometime. <laughs> right, sure. <laughs> but you think tournaments would be running on some land that's not gonna grab yeah, enough days not... the instant it gets put out. <laughs> I don't think they play on anything different, though, do they? No. Yeah, they just play on the main client. Why the hell not? (laughs) Yeah, that can't be hard to do. (laughs) I don't know. I think they do have local lobbies, but it still goes through the main client. Interesting. But, like, I mean, I I just remember the subreddit being like, oh, game three of this uh, best of three is going to be the first professional game on the new patch. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) It's crazy. (laughs) Time to check out game what all the three? pros do with all the yeah, game three. That's the worst. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's I would see who can read so, the fastest. Yeah, especially because like Purge takes like six hours to go through the patch notes. <laughs> oh yeah. So like for the pros to be like, all right, we got twenty minutes to figure out what we're doing on this new patch. Yeah, at least like with <laughs> Overwatch, when you get a patch, they're just like, hey, two things have changed, and you're like, okay, cool. No, Plus, they it goes through the PT. Well, I don't know if Dota has a PTR. Uh, it does, it does but they like on. hardly use it. I swear. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Seems like it. Especially now, because um, in the last like month, they've said that they're changing to biweekly updates. So we're getting like small patches every other every other Thursday. Oh man, we could change our podcasting to just be about the Dota patch notes, then. <laughs> right. Because that's, that's our schedule exactly. <laughs> It'd be that's so perfect. good. Um, I, yeah. It's, back, it, back to Overwatch real quick. The so they I mean they must have these characters pretty nailed down from the beginning when they put them in the PTR. If they're we're only talking about two weeks, right? Two three weeks. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Was there more to that question? Or is that no? A... <laughs> no I just, <laughs> cool. I just... <laughs> awesome. I mean, they do a good yeah. job of polishing their characters before they release them. They do. Although Brigitte did already get nerfed. 
Really? Did she, yeah, yeah, the jump. I mean, people pretty immediately found out that she had a combo she could pull off that killed a tracer, like, immediately. Oh, and oh. they pretty much nerfed that out, Oh, I was it that, like, the bash? She could, because uh, Brigida has, like, a shield bash that stuns a character. So she could do that, melee her once, and then do a melee cancel move that does more damage. And it did just enough to kill a tracer, like, full to zero. And wow. Tracer's their baby, and they have to protect her. <laughs> of course, yeah. of course. Uh, Jake, on to you. What have you been playing lately? I ended up playing a decent amount of um, Xenoblade Chronicles 2 on the Switch. Oh. Yeah, uh, I guess I was traveling, and so I was playing on the Switch, and I downloaded it a while ago, and I finally played it. And I don't know. I like it, but I'm not sure I fully understand why. I don't think it's necessarily a good game. <laughs> it's very JRPG. Oh, yeah. Like, in every sense. Like, tons of cutscenes. Super dodgy English voice acting. <laughs> kind of weird combat. I don't it know. How's the combat? So I thought it was like you go up and kind of like Dynasty Warrior style. You like did combos and stuff. Uh huh. But that's not really it. You walk up and they start automatically attacking whoever you're locked onto. And then you have other moves that you can do. And th there's a bunch of other crap. Like, you can switch weapons, which switches the abilities you can do, and there's there's just all this nonsense in there. But ultimately, you just kind of walk up, start auto-attacking them, and do these other moves. And then you have, like, supers and stuff. I don't know. I found there's there was free DLC to change the voice acting to Japanese, and that has enhanced my appreciation tenfold. Because <laughs> nice. the English voice acting was awful. Like... Super thick British accents, which is just kind of weird. Not necessarily a problem, but just kind of weird for like a JRPG. And then like this but, one character, like half the characters were just really bad. Like just super flat delivery across the board. Like a character would die and they'd be like, oh no, not that guy. <laughs> and I'd be like, okay, like I'm out. Like I'm done. That's all the engagement I can deal with. Are JRPGs really known just for not having good voice acting in general? For, it's for really English voices? the English. I mean, okay. it's just yeah. anime, but in yeah. games. Well, because I mean, you look at like uh, even like Final Fantasy, like the early ones at least. The translation yeah. was just bad. Like even when it wasn't voice acting, just like direct translation, it was just always awkward. Mm -hmm. And it definitely holds true here. Like not so much the translation, just the delivery was really weak. And then the I Final feel Fantasy like is okay. Yeah, the new voice one. Voice acting. Oh, yeah. that's good. The voice acting's good, yeah, in the new one. Actually, I've enjoyed, because Persona did the same thing where they put out free DLC to get the Japanese voices. Mm -hmm. I think that's brilliant, because then you can just kind of choose, and you don't have to worry about, like, because I know before you could get, like, you'd have to get, like, the Japanese-specific version, and it was, like, a whole hassle, but now it's just, like, whatever. You patch it, and you got it, if you want it. Which I think is super cool. It's also nice that they don't make you download the entire extra audio stream you don't want to oh yeah yeah sure like if you're fine with the english you can just sit there and not have to deal with that yeah because like the final fantasy has both of them in there just from the start oh really yeah but that game is also freaking gigantic yeah oh yeah it's, it's like 150 <laughs> gigs or something what yeah <laughs> it's insane wow. and that's like I think that's not including the 4K texture pack, which is like 65 gigabytes or something like that. God. Last time I that's looked at absurd. it. That's absurd. That is absurd. 
incredible. The demo, the demo I downloaded was like 20 or 30 gigabytes or something. <laughs> wow. A lot of space. Yeah, no kidding. And then I guess I've also been playing... I feel like I've talked about this before. Fire Emblem? Sure. Which one? I don't know if I've talked about it. I'm playing Awakening on, on the 3DS. Okay. 3DS. Uh, Warriors is on the Switch, but it's just like <laughs> Dynasty Warriors, so it shouldn't Oh yeah, count. it's not a... Not a real game. It's not like a proper one. Um, (laughs) But yeah, I got back into that again because I was kind of traveling around, so I ended up playing a bunch of mobile stuff. And it's still super good. I don't know if I talked about it a ton, but it's fucking great. I've wanted to play one of those games, but I just don't have any of the consoles that they're on. You mean like 3DS? Because I think that's the only one the good ones are on? (laughs) The big one. Yeah. It's, It's like a based tactics game stop me if i've already talked about all this because i no, it's... no you're good okay cool but <clears throat> it's like tile-based tactics like medieval so like you've got like mages and warriors and all this shit and so the tactics are super clean but then what i find really engaging about it is you can pair up your units to get like bonuses to like hit and avoiding attacks and crit chance and all this stuff and the more often they fight together the better relationship i get and you get, like, these little scenes of them, like, talking, and super cute. And then, like, if it's a guy and a girl character, they can get married? What? Wow. Yeah, Aww. and then, okay. So here's the super cool part. As part <laughs> of this game, right, there's, like, a magical MacGuffin that lets you go back in time. And so their future children come back in time to help you. So depending <laughs> on who you, like, pair up and ship together... The kids have different stats and abilities. Which is that's insane. Really cool like, that's crazy town. Yeah, that's cool. I absolutely love it. Like, I'm just getting to the part where you can go and start recruiting the children. So all of my, like, all of the work I've done to build these characters and the relationships is now, like, paying off. And it's just super exciting. And I love it. Isn't it also like XCOM in <clears throat> that people can die permanently? Yes. Yes. Like if you lose uh, a unit. You can... You can turn it off. That's an option, I think, in all the new games. In the old games, I think that was just how it was. But yeah, if a character dies in combat, they're done. Like, you don't get to play them anymore. Um, to me, though, that's not... Because, like, XCOM, like, you know, Steve 5 could die, and you'd be like, well, shit, now I don't have Steve 5. But, like, <laughs> here, they are all, like, distinct characters, and you don't get more. Oh. So it really just kind of means I keep reloading saves. <laughs> <laughs> Which is kind of shitty, but whatever. I don't know. No, oh, yeah, they're like they... built-in characters that you lose. That's that's rough. Yeah, it's, when it's did they add uh, the kind of marriage system? I guess um, uh, because I remember playing Fire Emblem on the Game Boy Advance, and that shit was not there. As far as I'm aware, Awakening was the first one that did it. That's the one I'm playing currently on the mm. 3DS. It's old. Let's see how old it is. Came out in 2012. Oh well. Yeah. Have they uh, announced I... any for Switch? Uh, not other that than I know. Yeah, I know other than Warriors. Because <laughs> I don't count Warriors. I feel like it's super gross. This is a tangent. But to make a Dynasty Warriors game for a fucking tactics game? <laughs> come on. <laughs> like, they do it for Gundam, and I'm like, fine. Gundam's about robots fighting a bunch of people. They do it for One Piece, and I'm like, okay, it's about pirates punching a bunch of people. Fire Emblems is a fucking tactics game. What are you what doing? About, what about the Zelda one? That's kind of gross, <laughs> but like Hyrule Warriors. Hyrule Warriors. Yeah. Skyrim Warriors. 
Zelda's also just kind of about stabbing a bunch of people, and like, there, there's not really a lot of tactical depth there. I feel yeah. like going from tactics to Dynasty Warriors is such a huge leap, because Dynasty Warriors is so mindless. You go, you hit square, square, triangle at them until you win. Yeah. Like, that's that's it. That's the whole game, <laughs> dude. Like, And, like, hundreds and hundreds of people get thrown in the air when you hit square, square, triangle. Yeah, that's <laughs> like, true. For sure. It's not hard. There's no thought involved. And Fire Emblem, like, you move a guy one square off, they're dead. They died. Like, sorry. <laughs> that guy's gone now. Hold on a second. The second game you're talking about, the One Piece, is that the one we got in the Humble Monthly Bundle oh Pack? Yeah. 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 What a okay. game. I what do remember game. playing it now. Yeah, where you, like, fist punch the ground, and your fist is, like, <laughs> ten times the size of a normal human being somehow. Yeah, yeah that's because he's Rubber Boy. I've, yeah. I watched one episode of One Piece, but he's Rubber Boy. That's his power. Yeah. That's his power. Yeah. Why do they have, sure. why does he have he ate like a fruit or something? I've watched a lot of One Piece. I'm, I'm basically an expert. There is an announcement for a Fire Emblem game for Switch coming out sometime in 2018, yes. they say. That's this year. I hope it's not Warriors. That is this year. No, it says in addition to Fire Emblem Warriors. Yes. So like a good one maybe. Hopefully. A hey, quick question while we're talking about just like 3DS and Switch stuff. Um are they planning on bringing anything over, porting it over so that you can play it on the Switch? Like any sort um, of, like any game or like I mean, just like the ability to move. I, I, I maybe I'm just crazy, but it doesn't seem that that complicated that they would bring games over from the 3ds to the Switch. Mm, it's weird I mean, just because it of the bunch, dual screen but... thing. Yeah, I was good. Was and they're like... like pretty adamant against requiring the touch screen on the Switch. Mm. Oh, okay, there's a decent uh, number that do exist on both. Mm-hmm. Like Binding of Isaac and Shovel Knight. Yeah, those are the only two I can like, think of off my head. necessarily the require the right? touch. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So it's basically games that don't require the second screen. They'll bring yeah. over to, to Switch. Yeah. Okay. I also don't know if they would actually want to bring like 3DS games just because the Switch can handle like stuff that's way more complex. It's like a fairly yeah, powerful system. Caleb wants to play some Fire Emblem and he doesn't have a 3DS. It'd be great and if he had a Switch. switch. Go make a new 3D uh, fire and the switch isn't it now like one of the most sold consoles <laughs> yeah like fastest selling of all time or something yeah, based it's, on their it's pretty good console pretty good based on their set of requirements that they set in place like from this month to this month <laughs> i'm sure there's like i'm sure there's like a bunch of stipulations like well if you only count consoles that sold for this amount of time in this year and it's sold to many to retailers, not like sold through something like that. Um. Additionally, while we're talking about some Nintendo stuff, Owen, Nintendo Direct, you want to talk about this for a second? Yeah. So Nintendo Direct happened. Um. <clears throat> and uh, the you know it's Nintendo announcing all of the things that are going to be happening this year. One of the things that everyone was super hyped up about is that they are bringing Super Smash Bros. to the Switch in the year of 2018. Um, now, we don't know if it's going to be the same as the Wii U and it gets ported over. Um, we don't um, know if don't it's going know. to be a brand new one. We know nothing. I don't know if you analyze that trailer close enough. But <laughs> <laughs> you see that little tail on the oh title there. You watched Donkey's video, didn't you? <laughs> that was yes. a good video. It's hysterical. It's clearly Jimmy not Neutron's a in it. Port like, because there's no tail in the title. 
Jimmy Neutron and Undertale. When he, when he said Jimmy Neutron, I lost my mind. That was amazing. It fit so perfectly in the in the silhouette. Go go look up Video Game Donkey and watch his yeah. trailer analysis for the Smash Brothers game. It's brilliant. So good. Uh, yeah, so people don't know what it's going to be. Nintendo hasn't really mentioned anything about it. We're hoping that it's a new one that somehow uses you know the technology of the Switch, but... Um, I, I mean, I'm not holding my breath. The last big thing was, you know, they did the Mario Kart thing, and that was a port. So they they kind yeah. of they do their ports, and either way, I'm going to be happy with it because it's a goddamn Smash Bros. game on the Switch, which makes me happy. And uh, they're also bringing, at some point in time, Undertale over to the Switch. Woo! So that'll oh, make God. Jake happy. Correct. Jake can play it for like an eighth time or something. <laughs> it's probably pretty close. <laughs> you mean he can play it for an eighth, ninth, and tenth time? Yeah. You know, I was uh, gonna say I, I don't that think so hard. that the just Smash Bros. in general. I mean, it's not just exciting for Nintendo people. Like that's the one. Like in the in the category of games that people who don't own a Nintendo are excited about. When you find out that they that someone else you know owns a Nintendo, Smash Bros. is one of them. Yeah, and Mario Kart, and there's a few others too, but. Like I think, I think you know, everyone is pretty much excited that they're having Smash Bros on the Switch at some point. Like girls will play Mario Kart, and then guys that don't play video games will play Smash. Yeah, I mean, girls sure. also play a lot of what's that uh, yeah. Super Mario Party? Is that the one where you're on like the board? Dude, I love oh, Super man, Mario Party. Game. That's just such <laughs> yeah. a good game. Where's my new Mario Party at? Where, isn't there a video of Luigi winning but doing absolutely yes. nothing? <laughs> Luigi does nothing. <laughs> it's beautiful. What a good game. And he beats real players, right? Yeah. Believe, or, I don't know if it's all NPCs or what. But it's it's pretty bad. <laughs> um. So, Nintendo Direct, is it... I, I clearly know nothing about it. Is it just a video series that they're doing? Is it like a podcast? What are they doing it, exactly? It, Nintendo Directs are just Nintendo being like, hey, this is the thing that we're doing. It's like, you know, people doing announcements, but they just kind of, they add a little bit more flair to it. It's not just like... Just a little pizzazz. Yeah, it's a, like a little video thing that they have, like the developers and the owners, you know, talk about stuff uh, and the games. It's not just like, oh, hey, here's a trailer. We're doing this. If if I go watch one, it's not going to be like Jeff just pops up and starts talking about the new heroes that are coming out and various games that are on the Switch. Like it's it's much it's, more in depth than that, right? Kind of like that. Hey guys, yeah. uh, Jeff here. Just wanted to give you an update. Except for like, um, sometimes it's in Japanese with subtitles. Are they at least excited about what they're talking about? Just uh, generally, yeah. yeah. Okay, good, good, perfect. I like a few years ago. Nintendo stopped doing E3 press conferences and moved to this like standard format that they call Nintendo Direct and they do them like a few times a year instead of just like waiting for an E3 press conference to do stuff. My other so question about like Nintendo subverting the system. My other question is what the heck is Nintendo Labo or Labo or whatever the heck it's called? <laughs> it's an $80, it's like cardboard, $80, box. $80, $80 cardboard, cardboard box. $80 cardboard box. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to just change this to a donkey appreciation podcast now. It's fine. I lost my mind when he said that because yeah. it totally is. It is. It's it's so. a, it's some cardboard that your kids can like shape into things and then it'll like 
do stuff with games that they put out, I guess. I yeah. think the idea is you can like attach the little Joy-Cons yep. yeah. in certain ways to it, and it like makes basically like an accessory to it. So Are like these... the Wii U had a bunch of those, like the Zapper and like the I can't think of literally any other one, but just like attachments <laughs> the, the for the wheel controller. For, uh, yeah, for Mario. The, Kart. For Mario Kart, yep. Okay. Yeah, are just these... like it makes it look and feel different, but it doesn't add anything really. Are these pieces like pre-labeled, creased, cut, or is it like literally you're buying a box yeah, I, of flat sheets? I think it of is. Yeah. Okay. No, no they're, they're, cut. they're like perforated. And There's all like that. a kit yep. for this specific type of. It's like oh, a fun arts like and crafts thing for your kids, and then also they get to play a game out of it. So this is not just like one kit. Cool there's like kids. tons of labo <sighs> kits for. How do you say labo? Labo. Labo. I there think. are labo. two kits. I was gonna say it's <laughs> really new. Yeah, there's there's like a variety pack, and then there's the robot pack. There's yeah yeah. There's the robot, and then there's one that you get to become a. Uh, you can do like a piano. Then there's one that you can do the. Uh, you put uh, together a, a full like, piano out of cardboard. Yeah, I don't know how piano. the piano thing works. It's like a but... grand piano. Yeah, <laughs> just like a grand. The I think the piano works because the Joy-Con sits inside and shoots its infrared stuff, and then when you mm. press down on the the cardboard, it blocks the infrared beam. And depending on like how far away from the controller it is, it registers what note it is. Oh, it's actually dude, like pretty advanced stuff. Yeah, like, that's yeah. actually dope as hell. Um. Like the the robot thing has like all sorts of like pulleys and rubber bands and stuff inside of the backpack part of it. Mm-hmm. It looks kind of crazy, but I mean, it's really it, cool for kids, I imagine. Yeah, it'll be fun. I I imagine it'll be destroyed in like a yeah, month. yeah. <laughs> what do you mean a month? <laughs> minutes, <laughs> maybe, minutes. Maybe, maybe so it's like, no, I want to play. I want to play, and they rip off the back the freaking backpack off that kid, and then it's done. That thing's destroyed. But yeah, like most all of the things that they showed, um, like the piano and all the little things are, are in one variety pack that they're selling. And then the robot setup is in a different package that they're selling separately. Hmm. It's like two different things. And I think the price points are like 60 and $80 or something. For some cardboard. Yep. Yep. It's fancy. I've learned cardboard. a lot about Nintendo. Okay. <laughs> Uh, let's move on to some other video game things, uh, since some of us got to play some new stuff this week. Um, number one, several of us were in the Sea of Thieves beta, which took a while to get into, but once we were in, was absolutely a blast. Uh, blast. I'm pretty sure we didn't talk about it two weeks ago, because we just played it this last week. Huh. Yeah, Yeah, we played it last weekend, and it was on again this weekend. Right. Um, but yeah, yeah, but that was after our last podcast, was it not? Let's see, one, yeah. two, yeah, 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 most definitely. Um, the, the coolest thing in this game by far is the fact that you can whip out a freaking musical instrument, start <laughs> playing some music, and then people can join in with you as you're running around just being pirates. It That's is not so my freaking great. Thing. What's your favorite? My thing? favorite thing is that you can be looking at your map and then you can be like, oh, hey, look at this. And you can just show your map to everyone else. <laughs> here's, here's the island. You can like hold it in their face and show them the island you want to go to. You guys like very this... weird things. Alex has the main menu. <laughs> the main menu is pretty uh, all right. It's not as good as the character creator, which is just like six randomly generated people. And you just hit the randomly generated button like 80 times until you see something you like. It's good. It's, it's good. great. It makes yeah, Alex go a lot faster. It does. Nice. After all that random generation, I, it took Chad me and I so look long. exactly the same in game. 
<laughs> it exactly was the same. We walked up to each other. What? I think yeah. one of you is like slightly thicker. Yeah, slightly. Yeah. The music is pretty great. Music's great. The game is absolutely stunning. Like the water is pretty. Is crazy. Like I don't know didn't, how they render didn't this they, stuff. Didn't the they take the water to for PUBG? Didn't they have like the water things for them? I have not heard about that. That's cool. If they yeah, did. I think I think because it was like both of them were working with Microsoft or whatever that they ended up giving their water assets to PUBG to make their water look less shitty. Good. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> a good thing. The water in just does look, like... look super good. Yeah. Is it still? I haven't actually checked, but remember, you used to be in the plane and you'd look at the ocean and you could see the yeah. tiles of the water. Just, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's horrendous. Wow. I don't, I don't know actually. I, I don't think I've looked at the water in a while. They're all always so focused when we get in that game. It's like gotta know where we're know, going right I know. now. One of the you coolest things we did in that game: we were playing some music and just boating along, going to our next island, and all of a sudden it got, it started to get dark, and the music. Like our music started to get a little bit drowned out by this subtle music coming in from the background that was like terrifying, and all of the water just turned red, and we were all super duper terrified. Very scary. And I it thought was... there was some kraken that was going to attack us. Apparently, yeah, we were just freaky. off the side of the map. I'm just going to sink our ship soon. We struggled for a long time. We're like, "What is going on?" There were like holes we're popping so in the confused. bottom of our ship. Our ship was breaking into pieces. Yeah. Alex whips up the map. Oh. Guys, um, we're off the side of the map. Oh, my favorite thing was, like, was right towards the end of us playing it, we, we had done like most everything you could do in that beta because there's not a lot of content. But then randomly, while one of the cannons was not loaded, I saw a prompt that just said, <laughs> get in cannon. And I was like, oh <laughs> yes. my gosh, no way. And I was like, Chad, don't move. <laughs> and I got in the cannon. And then I was, was like, amazing. can you really launch me? And he could totally shoot me out of the cannon. I just shot across yeah, the ocean. Yeah, no, that's one of the things that was in the, uh, what do you call it, uh, did a, like E3 demo of it or whatever, is they were showing oh that gosh. off. Because it's like, because there's a these, moment. a button pops up when you get near a cannon, it's like, unload, unload cannonball, and I'm like, why would you ever do that? Like, I don't understand. <laughs> Gotta move it over to the other side of the ship, I guess. <laughs> And then I, I found out. So how's like the combat in that? Is it like fun to kind of go against other players or? We didn't get to fight too many. We yeah. Servers yeah, the were all ship. over the place. We felt really terrible because we followed this little ship to a little harbor <laughs> and then just demolished it. Followed and then the all the support. people from the ship were like swimming around in the water and we just shot them while they were in the water. That's pretty funny. You guys are mean. They, they stole, they stole the their hell? treasure. I don't know, but I felt like a pirate. Oh, we like, did we got into that treasure. And I just felt like it was like everybody just came bloodthirsty. I was like, I'm fucking turning towards them, load the cannons. Because we hadn't seen any of the players, so it's like finally we saw a player. Of course we're gonna drown him. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> we that was the best though when you jumped over and stole their treasure chest. Yeah, and then sunk their ship. Jumped onto their sinking ship, grabbed their treasure chest, and just ran. Great. Uh, it's kind of like um. What's that game that we all played with Frank? Frank really Black likes Wick. it. Yes. Is it similar to that? Or... Sort of, yeah. It seems like more that. simplified. It's more yeah. arcade I would but, say. Yeah. Uh, not in a bad way, like a good way more simplified. Like It's not nearly as complicated for some of the tasks sure. you have to accomplish. The map right. seems I mean, a lot like smaller. It's like it. 700% more polished. Yeah. 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 Mm, okay. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> 
And there's only four crew to a ship, even a big ship. Uh, that makes so it way more manageable. And, yeah, more manageable, exactly. Or you could, like, be a solo pirate and manage a little dinghy. Yep. <laughs> How does that work? You know, you just, just like you had a smaller ship. It's a, it's a much smaller ship, so it's What's easier it to like adjust the ones the one shit. Yeah, sloop. I mean, it's sure, like one sail and like who like you won't want to be fighting Do. other players. Anyone, probably. I imagine. <laughs> but you can go to islands and like dig up treasure and like a, a, there's going to be a bunch more content in the main game, I believe. But like, mm-hmm. what was available to us in the beta was you would take a contract from some dude at at the town, and you would go to a specific island on the map. Um, just based on the shape, you'd have to like match up the shape of the island of the contract he gave you to the shape on the global map. And the map that they gave you has an X on that island, so you'd have to actually physically go find where the X would be on the island, and then you dig, mm. and you dig up a treasure chest. And sometimes there's like some skeletons and stuff that are protecting it. And then you bring your treasure chest back to the dude and sell it, and that's pretty much the loop. Mm-hmm. Presumably, there's a lot more. Run across like other players and stuff that will try to steal your treasure if you've already dug it up. Yeah, I think that's like the main, the like the main segment that's going to be in the main game that's going to make it feel a lot more full. But also, they have different like I don't remember if Chad called said they're called factions, but basically, it's different people you do work for. So one of them's a treasure hunter. One of them, like you go raid some pirate island with other people on it. Um, and then there's like a couple other groups as well. It's just like just different types of missions. So it's not the same thing over and over. Nice. Like merchant work where you can like go collect sheep or something. Get the okay, money ship yeah, and then now go that to sell the sheep. <laughs> <laughs> Are you trading it for wood or perhaps maybe brick? Gold. Gold, mm-hmm. sir. Um... Other games that we got to play these last couple weeks, a couple people played this god-awful game called Warhammer Vermintide 2. I think you should buy it. How dare you? The first one's so good. It's so So... not. Alex, Chad, and I played this. We didn't play Uh, very much. We played, like, two different missions. Yeah. Um, So there's not a lot of differences between it and the first one. So each character has a special ability now that they can use it's like a super almost or something and each character class also has three like archetype classes subclasses that you can pick from that have different abilities and different weapons and whatnot but other than that it's basically the same game as far as i can tell it's got more unique enemies New enemy types, I guess, yeah. So is it kind of the Left 4 Dead 2 of the Left 4 Dead franchise? It kind of is, yes. The loot system, I think, is way better. Because I remember in the first game, like, you barely got any loot, I feel like. It was just just pointless in the first game, too. Yeah. And this one, like, seems like it's even more of, like, a looter game. It does seem to have that sort of destiny loot system. Yeah. Your loot determines your power level, and that determines how much damage you do. Well, that sure feels a lot different than Left 4 Dead, so I'm glad they're <laughs> diverging also, because like, the last game was exactly Left 4 Dead 2. Yeah. We fought that acid troll dude. That was crazy. Yeah, that was kind of ridiculous. I, Just because he, he was, was so freaking tanky. Yeah, and he was spitting acid everywhere, and he was so cool looking. Game That cool. game's gorgeous, too. It is pretty. I'll give you that. I don't know. I felt, I felt like it felt pretty different. 
I'm it's surprised that to me. the first one was, you know, went over well enough that they decided, yeah, we need to, we need to capitalize the first on one's this. Like super popular. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I mean, most people think it's just a slightly better left or dead. So ah! slightly better. Yeah. It's an interesting there. idea. <laughs> what, what inspired you guys to try it? Because I, I thought the consensus was that we didn't especially like Vermintide. <laughs> I liked that game, and I, Chad had played the beta, and he was wanting to get it. And so I was like, all right, I'll get it, and I'll play with you. And then they got it, and they were like, hey, Caleb, buy this. And I was like, okay, fine. I didn't say buy the this. I said, we're, we're I'm buying this. I'm pretty sure this. you said buy this. You said, what are you doing? I said, I'm purchasing Vermintide 2. And you were like, mm. hmm, okay, <clears> fine. <throat> I was like, I didn't tell you to buy. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, I just, also want to if talk you about... ever want Caleb to buy a co-op game, just buy it, and then he'll buy it. <laughs> and then he just auto buys it. Kind of yeah. just guilt him into it. A I like bit. playing games with people, man. What a sucker. <laughs> um, let's talk about some other games that are coming out uh, soon, soonish, soonish. Yeah, soon-ish. soonish. Uh, first up is Battlefield V. Uh, how nice. exciting. <laughs> <laughs> I just put this on the list because I wanted to talk about how they had Battlefield 4 and then they came out with Battlefield 1 and then the next one is going to be Battlefield 5. Why not? I mean, what, just why not, dude? I mean, Grand Theft Auto did the same freaking thing. Grand Theft Auto 3, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, Grand Theft Auto Vice City, Grand Theft Auto 4. You know, like why not? <laughs> but they didn't do like a number three and I then guess. one. That's the problem. That's the issue. The, the real problem is the one. I, I guess yeah. that's fair. Yeah, because they went also, three, four, like one, a, five, right? They've been using numerals like forever, and then they when they did one, it's like a Roman numeral one, and then now this is a Roman numeral five. So maybe it's actually V. Maybe they're doing like a Phantom Pain type thing. <laughs> v has come too. Does anybody know when that's actually no supposed end. to come Maybe out? Maybe it is Battlefield V. Maybe it's the Vietnam. I think it's Ooh, World War II. That would be interesting, though. Yeah, right. That's probably why they won't do it. Isn't yeah, uh, it's World War nice Touch? It's definitely going to be World War Two. Why not just Battlefield make Battlefield V, v return then? to World War Two and main entry for the first time since two thousand nine? Dang. Dang. We tried, boys. We it tried. is interesting that no one really tries to do Vietnam. I think I can imagine why. Wasn't, uh, wasn't Bad Company in Vietnam at some point? Bad Company 2, wasn't I know, like, Black Ops at one point in time was in Vietnam, but no one really tries to, like, do it as, like, an entire game. They're just like, oh, yeah, here's a mission of Vietnam, and we're done. Bad Company think... 2 Vietnam is an expansion for Bad Company 2. Oh, okay, I don't yes. think that, that that war theater is popular, popularized enough in the realm of That's anything weird. to do with movies or video games or anything yet. That's weird, because yeah, Vietnam I... was such like a fun romp for everyone. <laughs> yeah, You'd think there'd be more about it. Because <laughs> I mean, we like, that totally won that one, really. right? It was just amazing. Yeah, amazing. I don't know. The, the other wars just seem much more. I mean, a global Glorified? scale. No, just like the the amount of people involved in those wars in general. I don't know. 
You mean like the world ones? Yeah, the world ones. <laughs> yeah. The, the, the world wars. <laughs> Thank you, Jake, for the clarification. Yeah, no, I got you, man. Awesome. Uh, That's the reason why we need to go back to the future again, make up oh fake God. wars, then nobody's offended. Yeah? Is that your, yeah. Is that your new strat? Why, why don't you just make up fake wars now? You have advanced, advanced warfare. Gosh. <laughs> Even more futuristic. Uh, speaking of advanced warfare, Division 2. When is yeah. that actually coming out? Don't know. Did anyone <laughs> like the Division 1? Because last I heard, like ages ago, everyone was like, yeah, I don't like it. Yeah, so I, okay, I'm a weirdo. I liked it. <laughs> um, the general consensus when the game came out was that it was not good, I guess. Uh, but they apparently just kept on working on it forever. And now everybody's really happy with it. Oh. It, I, I put it on here, one, because they just announced that they're doing the second one. Uh, two, in that announcement, they kind of took a shot at Bungie and were like, hey, uh, we're going to remember everything we've learned over the last couple of years and incorporate all that new knowledge <laughs> into our next game. Don't worry. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and it's also, a fair like, jab. I was reading the Division subreddit, and it's like, if you took the destiny subreddit and just like inverted it <laughs> essentially because everybody in the destiny subreddit's like this game's terrible why does bungie ruin everything they ruined my favorite game ever i played uh destiny one for four thousand hours and i'm done with destiny two it's the worst all this stuff <laughs> and then you go over the the division subreddit and everybody's like man i can't believe how far this game's come it's so much fun it's my favorite game ever now it's you know all this stuff so I, I'm kind of excited for the vision too. Did you like uh, Ghost Recon or Ghost? Uh, what Ghost Recon Wildlands? Wildlands. Wildlands? Um, yeah, this very it was much okay. in the same vein of playstyle, right? As the Division, I never really played yeah. a lot of Division. Division is like Division is. I feel like significantly different. Like they're they're third person shooters, I guess. But like the division is pretty much an RPG. Like like every time you're fighting somebody, it's like a gear check. Like if your gear is not high enough level, then you're taking forever to kill something, and they kill you super easily. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, it's actually pretty much Diablo. Like there, I need to not. It's buy actually this game. pretty. It's pretty much <laughs> Diablo. Like all of the gear has uh, stat rolls on it, and you can go to like a vendor and reroll certain stats, oh. and um. Like there's, you know, the traditional like loot drop levels, like exotics, high end stuff, legendaries. There's like all sorts of materials you would be, uh, collect to craft stuff. Um, My eyes no. are just like glazing over. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's pretty awesome, actually. <laughs> it's like if you like the they went super hardcore Diablo, and then Destiny went like kind of the other direction where they wanted it to be like as casual as possible. Somebody needs to look up and see where that game's actually going to come out. I don't think they have a date yet. Yeah, they... they so, was my understanding like is, like, they kind of got leaked, and then they came out and, like, confirmed, like, yes, we're making this game, and we're not going to say anything else about it until E3. Hmm. Okay. Uh, aren't they also talking about 
Aren't, were there, aren't they? Aren't they going to talk about Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven at E three? That's the rumor. I don't think that's been confirmed. Everybody says oh. that they are. Freaking yeah, better. It's just like a a guess, right? Because they said beep boop on there. Twitter. <laughs> so, yeah. so people were like, oh, that means Iron E3. Clap, 100% yes. confirmed. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Amazing. That's what happened. A um, couple other things in, in video games before we move on to some other stuff. Um, Mist teased something the other day. Caleb, do you want to talk about this? Yeah, sure. There's, um, so there's not much to this, but there was a, a Mist sort of, I don't know if announcement might be too strong a word. But uh, this year, September, I think, is the 25th anniversary of Mist, And so I think they're doing something to commemorate it, which oh. presumably, I would guess, a game. To hold a party. <laughs> Who really knows, I guess. But on the Mist website, there's, a, there's just a picture of the book with Mist written on it and like a, what do you call it? What do you call it? Like a Hand sticky note that has yeah. 25 written on it. <laughs> sticky note. And it says something about perhaps the ending has not yet been written, so... People are guessing they're going to come out of the game this year. Oh, that'd be neat. Yeah, they'd be pretty neat. Who is they at this point? Because it's true. Who's they? Wasn't the, the other, the, the the other game? The actual missed people. Okay, so this is yeah, not who is the same studio. The people that made... who made Abduction. Abduction, okay. Yeah, it is them. It's still. Didn't you, you didn't really like Abduction, did you? It's, it was fun. It wasn't as good as Mist, obviously. Well, yeah. But Mist was few, kind of. A few similar games are. The problem was there was nothing like Mist when Mist came out. And now yeah. there's so many other fantastic puzzle games at this point. I don't know if there's that many. Well, there's enough there's Quern, to make it not like... But that's like Whoa. it. Uh, <laughs> didn't you really like... The Witness is decent. Yeah, The Witness? Okay. Well, I would be super pumped for Mist. Yeah. Excited. Return. Or a new game. Or a new game. I'll cross my fingers. <laughs> Um, additionally, when is, uh, Artifact coming out, Alex? 2018 TBA. Mm. Valve time, PM. <laughs> <laughs> so 2028. Yes, probably. Uh, I listed it here because they did some sort of press conference and talked a bunch about it and kind of revealed some stuff. Is There's the a bunch of screenshots. Game? Yeah, yes, it it's the, the Dota yeah. CCG. Cool. Um, <laughs> you can stop there's like, yeah, there it is yeah I just need to know <laughs> if I can zone out or not like a bunch of uh, screenshots and stuff out and there's a lot more details on like how the actual gameplay flows uh, the most interesting point that they put out though was um, they've got the guy that designed magic designing this game oh. Richard Garfield not Mark Rosewater uh, no Richard Gar- Garfield okay. is the is who they got um so that's actually really interesting. Like, in terms of just how the game will flow, I think having somebody so experienced in the in the genre. Do you remember when, a lot. when people lost their minds when they had this trailer at TI? <laughs> yes. Look up the video of when they revealed it. It's hilarious. <laughs> it's, it's pretty amazing. amazing. Everybody like there's this whole buildup of the trailer, and everybody's like, uh, and then it, like says like the logo. And then it says artifact, and everyone's like, ah. And then underneath, in small letters, it comes up and says the Dota card game. And then everyone's like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Oh man, <laughs> the whole stadium. Oh my gosh, so funny. It was great. Hey, last but not least, me and Aaron uh, were there. 
We were in the we crowd. Were. And I'm pretty sure we were part of the voices that were like, I, oh. you could hear me go, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, the one other cool fact about artifact that they revealed was that they're going to have new original heroes in the game that will come to Dota later. What? Yeah. That's bizarre. Heroes weird will be way to revealed heroes. in artifact. I guess you gotta get people to play your shitty card game somehow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We have it's a like friend. Overwatch. I mean, Abe is like so excited about this. Yeah, he's pumped. <laughs> oh, so freaking pumped. He's like a Hearthstone player and a Dota player, so like the perfect if person only to target. If there was like a card game about all of this stuff that was like, you know, there already and was super well known. But it's not God. about the Dota. Yeah, Artifact is not yet. Oh, and I don't yeah. know what you're talking about. <laughs> was designed by somebody named Richard Garfield. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is he still doing Emma Stone? <laughs> what? No. <laughs> Andrew. Wow. Whatever you just said. Andrew Garfield, <laughs> Andrew Garfield <laughs> is no longer dating Emma Stone. My goodness. <laughs> oh, gosh. Hey, before we leave video game realm, um, I wanted to ask anybody if they'd heard about the Ready Player One VR thing they were doing for the Vive. Anybody? Nobody, no, but that makes perfect sense, though. Yeah, it right. does make sense. Well, correct, yes. Um, the one thing they're talking about is they're using this kind of as a ploy to really push their Vive Pro headset. Uh, mm. They teamed up with a bunch of developers to make the game, but the one thing that everybody's talking about, the problem they're having, is that the content in the game is only related to everything that was in the content of the Oasis, not any of the like third-party stuff. So there's no licensing that was done for any of the additional stuff that's going to be oh, in the movie ooh. or any of the stuff that was in the book. So it's mm. like just limited to you know Ernest Klein's stuff that he created as a part of the Oasis. It looks cool. like what 5% of the book. I mean, yeah, pretty, pretty much. <laughs> like it that's the look- thing is the neatest part of that book was the a billion references that it had to everything else. Right. right. Well, and it looks like they've done a pretty freaking good job of licensing a lot of that for the movie. Just watching the trailers. I can only oh, assume yeah, that they'll no. probably have more in the movie. But uh, that's like the only thing that they've said uh, that's that's kind of not been what they expected. The rest of the game is actually kind of pretty cool. It seems to me like it probably plays a little bit like a... Um, oh, what's that VR game that has like all the mini games that we play on occasion? Uh, Rec Room. Rec Room. It seems like in that realm... Like you're just kind of mini gaming it around with a group of people, um, mm. just oh, kind of in the content of yeah, yeah, it's multiplayer. Uh, just kind of in the in the world of Ready Player One. Usually these tying games are like super short promotional, like almost yeah. trailers essentially. This looks a little bit bigger, but again, they're missing a lot of the important content. So who knows? Who knows? Um, while we're on the, the kind of topic of movies here, I wanted to jump over and talk about a couple of movies, uh, before we hop off. Um, has everybody seen Black Panther at this point? Yep. Yeah. Nope. Caleb! <laughs> <laughs> you go watch a movie by yourself ever? Nah. Alex, can you invite him to go watch a movie ever? Nah. Sounds uh... good. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't we didn't really get to talk about this movie two weeks ago, did we? I don't think so. 
No. Perfect. What hey, you can talk about it. I'll Did just, I bring I'll it just up? mute and deafen myself. I think we just... You're not going to watch it anyway. No one cares. I'm going to yeah, watch I was gonna it. Say, it's, it's too late. You missed your yes. window. We're allowed to spoil <laughs> it. You missed it. Missed it. Wow. Um, fine. Do you want me to not talk about it? I told you I would mute and deafen myself. I have no problem with that. <laughs> you're just actually going to mute that. Okay, fine. You do that. Whatever you want to do. Um, can we talk about how freaking good Warmonger was as a Oh, uh, he's great. He's so yeah, good. Yeah, no, I loved him. Dude, that, he's the my whole, favorite character. He was, hey, that dude can freaking create some abs. Yeah. <laughs> Holy freaking crap. <laughs> Just create them. Just yeah, he can will them, them into his existence <laughs> on his body. Woo! Um, but man, his like the whole development of his character, who he was, the whole backstory line of that, and then just like how he interacted with people from Wakanda. Oh yeah, was, was great. Every time he like walk in the room, he'd be like, "Sup," and you know, like they <laughs> definitely have like a very specific royal way of talking to people, and he just like like it's nothing. Oh yeah, no, I, he gave no fucks about that shit. I, don't I, know. I go ahead. I want to talk about the very end of the movie, like the very, very, very end. The very, very, like, very, very post credit scene, like that, and the the right before the credit scene. Okay. okay. Uh okay. Continue. If that's okay, like so, spoilers. Sure. Whoa, you're normally not about spoilers, but I will talk about this. Like, I I just want to talk about it because I was super super annoyed. So. <laughs> <laughs> they get they get to the end of the movie like there's all this cool stuff happening these kids are amazed and this one kid looks over and he's like who are you and then he gives like a sly grin and it cuts to black and i was like oh that's like Dude. such a cool opportunity for like a moment for him to say some cool line or something but you know? his his like sly grin makes it so much though i did not like you know what i like end of iron man when he's like i am iron man at the freaking press conference yeah, and everybody but that's goes nuts like, that's tony stark though yeah did you want him to just do that again though yeah <laughs> yes yes like, that was my concern was i was like, like they're not gonna do the same thing are they if if like suddenly his suit like came on or something and he like jumped away okay. i don't know sure that might be cool. no i don't think he'd but do that then he'd also be revealing well i guess everybody well everybody in wakanda knows that he's the black panther but that would have been so sick. So I was, I was annoyed. I was like, kind of upset that nothing. Like, I, I feel like I, you know, had a little, little bit going on for me there, and then it just let me down. And then you get to the post-credit scene, and then the people at the press conference are like, "What, what could you possibly offer the world? You're, you know, with your country." And then he does this sly little grin at the camera, and they cut to black. And I'm like, "Freaking <laughs> a! You just I did it twice through to me." You just ruined me twice in a row, movie. It was just I a hate double you. letdown for you. I'm sorry. Yes, know. it was like this roller coaster of me being like, "Yeah, he's gonna be like so cool right now," and then he wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> so that was my issue with the movie. The rest of the movie is great. <laughs> that was <Perfect>. your issue. <laughs> yeah. Just wow. The last two okay. Scenes. Uh, it just. It made it so much worse that they did it a second time, so close to when they did it the first time. That's it's almost like the same troll move that they had at the end of um I don't I don't remember which movie it was, but when probably Cap, Age of Ultron. Yep, when he's talking, just like his little. No, I don't think it was Age of Ultron. It's like when he's Fairly when he's doing when his, he like, says Avengers, uh, and then it cuts to black immediately. 
Oh, no, 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 no. The one where he's on know. the white screen because like during the movie, they've been uh, playing all these like videos of him teaching uh, kids. It was homecoming. Uh, homecoming, it's homecoming. Yeah. homecoming, yes. Because he's like, listen, um, you know, you've been waiting this long. Patience. Why would we ruin yeah, anything? Patience. Patience. The virtue. <laughs> it was such a good troll move, but it was such a perfect scene for that. Did anybody see Black Panther in an Alamo draft house? No. What happened if you saw it in an Alamo draft house? So have you ever been to an Alamo? No. Okay, so they're they've got like goofy stuff with the Alamo. So they have like custom pre-roll stuff instead of advertisements. And then like before the movie, they usually have like some actors from the film or somebody related to the film in some way come on and like threaten you about using your cell phone and talking during the movie. Yep. So um before Black Panther, I, I don't know the actor's name, but the dude that plays Black Panther. Yeah. Um he comes on and he's just staring at the camera. Yeah, right? okay. Yeah. <laughs> what? He's just staring at the camera, staring, staring. And then like somebody comes to his side and they're like, What are you doing? And he's like, They know. And they're like, <laughs> Are you just gonna stare them down the entire time? And he's like I need to make sure nobody talks and nobody uses their cell phone or something like that. And then he's like, so you're just going to stay here for the whole movie. And he's like, yep. <laughs> and it just like stares for a while. And he's like, I'm still watching you. And then like that cuts off. And then after the credits end and after the post credit scene, the movie goes dark and the lights come up. And then a second later, he comes back on the screen. He's like, I'm still watching. And it cuts <laughs> off. I was like, amazing. it's amazing. I freaking love the Alamo. They're so great. Uh, I was also going to ask, did anybody end up just like listening to a whole bunch of uh, Kendrick Lamar after watching that yes. movie? Yes. Dude, <laughs> I felt like such a cliche white man. Because I got in my car and I was like, <laughs> dude, I need to go listen to some Kendrick Lamar. Mm. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. Like, I left that theater and Pathetic. I was bumping Kendrick on the way home. And, like, I mean, my girlfriend was hella judging me about it. And I was like, I don't even care. I <laughs> It just felt so, like, cliche. It was just, it was bad. But the music is really freaking good. Um, a couple other movies here. I wanted to talk about Jumanji for half a second, just because... It's such an old movie. I don't know why you'd bring it up now. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. <clears throat> you know, I was talking to Shay about it, and she was like, oh, they made another Jumanji? Does this still have the board game in it? And I was like, uh... Technically, uh, yes. Yes? <laughs> What do you mean? Yes. Technically, I'm like, well, yes. The board game like watches this kid play a video game, and then it makes a video game from itself that the kid plays. literally the board game gets jealous that this kid played a, a video game instead of it, and then it becomes a video game. Yeah, like the box like rumbles <laughs> around like the drums a little bit, and then he opens it up, and there's a cartridge. That's like the stupidest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> I, Alex, did you watch it? Yeah, I did. Did you like it? It was mediocre. Yep, pretty much <laughs> mediocre. But it was like dumb funny, so I think I was okay watching it. It was definitely yeah. a pity watch for me. Yeah. Like all the characters, like they're in a video game and the characters in real life are like certain like stereotypes of oh, high school kids. Super stereotypical. And then One, like, like they they put them in like the football. opposite type of body yeah. in the game. So, so like learn, guy, learn from each guy. other's situation. Breakfast adapt. club stuff. 
Uh, uh, yeah, like the big the big football guy turned out to be who was he? Again? Oh, he was Kevin um, Hart. Kevin Hart. Yeah. Yeah. So he's like super yeah. short. He was and, exactly uh, just Kevin Hart because Kevin yeah. Hart plays one character all the time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's true, but it's good all the time. And like the nerd kid was the Rock, and then like the school popular hot girl was Jack Black. <laughs> Which that was the funniest one, I think. Yeah, probably so. Because she like wasn't even that mad about it. She just like leaned into it. I, I was pretty happy with that. And then like the nerdy girl was just like a generic hot girl, I guess. You know, the one thing I was thinking about that whole movie Karen was... Karen Gillan this... is what you were looking for. Yeah. <laughs> this Generic. must be a, like a really unique experience for the actors because they were playing a character that was being played by a person in a video game who is a high school student. Mm-hmm. So they're acting like they had to like... It just seemed like it was very much outside of the realm of what they would normally do. So I, I bet they probably had some fun with it. I'm sure they did. Especially The Rock, because like, yeah, he's all Dude. insecure and stuff. <laughs> Everyone likes and he's the rock. the rock. Yeah, his, my favorite part was his. Uh, what do they call it? His smoldering, like finesse or like smoldering look or something. When he would like say yeah. specific sentences, and he'd have like, like a one liner down. Yeah, <laughs> he'd have like a natural one liner face, and then he's like, I don't know how it happens. It just comes naturally. Yeah, I just I just blacked out right there. I don't know what happened. And like the characters, they had lives, so like you could do some fun stuff where like somebody gets demolished by a, a hippo in like a humorous way, you know, funny hippo <laughs> like <you> mauling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Love those hippo maulings. Um, but yeah, it was, it was pretty mediocre and not d- great. Yeah. On the other and end of the, the spectrum, the main point of this movie i think that you can take away is that you could take away the jumanji name and that would not change the movie at all yeah could agree yep basically does not relate to the jumanji movie at all in any way except for that's how they start the thing i feel like they just played off of the name a little bit that's about it i remember i haven't watched jumanji in forever but i remember it being like kind of scary a little bit and like a kind of tense sure i think it was like monkeys and stuff there's like vines like threatening to like choke you out and stuff and like slowly filling up this mansion or like and the stampedes coming from nowhere the hunter guy freaking shooting shooting at you yeah it's yeah. probably a little bit scarier this is just like a comedy it's funny it's a casual watch yeah uh, on the other end of the spectrum, though, is a superbly quality movie. Three billboards outside of uh, Ebbing, what's the name? Missouri. Ebbing, Ebbing, Missouri. Everybody just calls it three billboards. Yeah. Nobody, ain't nobody got time for that long name. <laughs> <laughs> Have you finished it? You said no, you started watching it. Yeah, I felt I I was upstairs. It was super late. I started watching it. I fell asleep. Can't believe it. Wow. Sounds like a really good movie. (laughs) It was so late. I just didn't want to go to bed. I don't even know how much of a conversation we can have about this movie at this point. Uh, We can just talk about how much it won at the Oscars. Yeah. um, Sam Rockwell got the Oscar for Best Supporting Actor off of this movie. And uh, actually, we didn't talk about the Oscars at all, really. No. Oscars happened. Um, cool, now Sam... we got that out of the way. 
Sam Rockwell won this best supporting actor, and also he's like the best character in this movie. Like his character arcs and get crazy. So good. I really so just, I'm, I'm I like, like really happy. I like him a lot too. I really liked him very much. I really liked him as Justin Hammer in the Iron Man movies. Yeah. Just freaking great character. Have you ever seen Mr. Right? No. With Anna Kendrick and, and him? Mm-mm. That's like one of the funniest movies I've ever seen. It's so good. Uh, okay, well, since we can't talk a lot about no billboards, let's talk about the last thing that's in this section. A no Game, No Life, Zero, whatever the heck this is, Alex. <laughs> it's an anime movie. Oh, of course it's an anime movie. Should have known. It's called I No want... Game, No Life. I don't know why, why you're expecting. Why do you expected. say it like that when you watched a really good one and thought it hey. was really, really good? <laughs> Wait, what I anime thought it did was he watch? Phenomenal. Your name? He watched it's your, name. your name. Okay. Yeah, of course it's your name. So good. I, in I... fact, have shared that with several people who I believed would think I was a complete maniac for telling them that, a mo- that an anime movie was really good because there's no way these people would ever watch anime movies. So I was like, listen. I had it on good authority for my friend. I was like, yo, you should watch this movie. I don't ever watch anime. And then I watched it and I freaking loved it. You should watch it. And they give Were me this face like, Janae? no, no. <laughs> One of them is Alex 3.0 out here in Kansas City. Ooh, and he was like, he was like, mm, I don't know. I don't know, man. <laughs> Does he say, I don't know about that? <laughs> <laughs> mm, I don't know about that. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, I I put this movie on the list. No game, no life, zero. Because one, you can pretty much watch it without having watched the series, because it's almost entirely separate. Uh, there's like five minutes that references the series in the whole movie. Um, two, it's like the best art and animation I've seen probably since your name. Oh, um, wow. it's very very good, and also I think the story is super good. And the action is super good. Like it's it's a very good movie. <laughs> Highly recommend. Would you say it's super good? Super super good. <laughs> Would you say it's very good though? Very good. Um, in conclusion, really very super good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, perfect. Excellent. Awesome. I don't know, like what to say. Like you can't really say nothing about it. No, you've already said go, tons. Go watch. You've already said awesome, a lot. double good. Yeah. I mean, I very, basically, really good. I feel like I've already it's, watched the movie at this point. Yeah, so. I know you gave away so it's, much. It's ranked number twenty-seven on Mal. Wow. What, what is your name? Ranked? Pretty good. Two, it's like one or two. Yeah. It was one for a, a, a good while after it came out. Caleb, weren't you one who was telling me you tried to submit Castlevania? <laughs> yeah. yeah, and they were like, <laughs> "Yeah, I tried to add Castlevania to the list," and they're like. Psh. Western. American made. <laughs> Get out of here. Okay. <laughs> Apparently, Avatar: The Last Airbender is not on there either because psh, American made. It is in fact number two for the record. Okay. Good to yeah, know. Freaking Full Metal Alchemist. numbers yeah. number four. By the four. way. Wow, it moved up. It used to be like nine or something. I thought. Is, uh... No, nine is um. Uh shoot. A silent that is a movie. Yeah. Silent. What was that? It's Full Metal That's... Alchemist Brotherhood or whatever the heck it is, number one still. Yeah. Yeah. Have you guys Your seen name that they kicked it off number one for a while and then it just dropped a little bit. Have yeah. you guys seen that they have a live action version of that on Netflix right now? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I heard it was it very, looks so very bad. Not good. <laughs> yeah, it looks oh my really gosh. Bad. <laughs> it looks I don't I know nothing. Just the about trailer the series, looks terrible. So... The the trailer looks awful. 
Have you mm-hmm. seen? Have you guys seen anything else on Netflix in the like high quality realm of anime outside of? I know you guys like like Kill Kill, and I know you guys like Castlevania. But has anything else um, been? Little Witch Academia is pretty good. Yeah, that's on there. That's a good one. Yeah. Kuro that's Makuro's a Netflix on original one. Kuro Makuro. No. Good too. no. I mean, no. none of those are Netflix original. They're Netflix they original the in Netflix that Netflix original tag. Yeah, in that but, Netflix oh, has the rights to distribute Academia them. Little Witch Academia is though, isn't it? Yeah. Stand corrected. Netflix has the rights to distribute in the West. Yes. Ah. But the only the only ones they've been a part of making is Castlevania and which was other, freaking right? phenomenal. It was so good. Castlevania was do, really good. Did they do that Sinbad one that's terrible? Allegedly. It's a Netflix original. I don't think they had any hand okay, in making but it. But they didn't got it. Okay, uh, has Seven Deadly watched... Sins is on there? That's good too. That's good. Anybody yeah, watched Deadly Sins, yeah. Legend of Voltron? No. On Netflix. I've watched like one episode or two episodes. And you were like done with it? That's fine. I just <sighs> didn't didn't really want to. It's like a cartoon. It is like a cartoon. Because <laughs> it is a cartoon. And who knows? Who knows? Maybe it ends up being as good as like Gravity Falls, but I have no, my doubts. No, it's definitely not in that realm. No. <laughs> Gravity Falls should like not even be classified in cartoon realm. I still don't. I, I still don't believe in the back of my mind that Disney XD was even a part of that. Like it had to have been somewhere else prior to then. Because anytime you try to tell somebody to watch that, and they're like, "You want me to watch what? <laughs> it's on Disney? Just, it's just yeah. so good, though. It's it makes good. no. It, it makes no sense. It doesn't. It shouldn't exist. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it really shouldn't." Uh, last but not least on here, Owen, card shops. What have you been doing? Have you been so, buying more cards? What's the I problem? I haven't been buying cards. It's just that uh, two card shops have been uh ha- have popped up near me since um the past like month. By card and shops, you mean like hobby stores that sell board games and magic cards and things like that. Oh, I was thinking Hallmarks had popped up. Near oh, no, no, no. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm um, kidding. <laughs> and so it's just kind of interesting because I was talking to one of them about, um, you know, how they're doing. And they were saying that they weren't making a lot of money off of, uh, off of Magic. And they were saying that they were actually losing money on selling singles. And what they needed was more help because they don't have a lot of people to assist them uh to run the store and it seems interesting to me that how you know they were talking about that and then you know right down the street maybe 10 minutes away another card shop has opened up and i was talking to them and they were saying how it's really hard for them to have anybody come in and help them run the store and they need to hire people and i was like they would have Taken some metrics before opening a store 10, 10 minutes down the road from another one. Uh, yeah, and then there's the third one that was just at least you know twenty minutes away, so a little bit farther. But they were saying the same thing. They were just like, "Oh no, it's just me and my buddy here, and we're the only ones that run it, and it's just it's hard for two people to run a store, and we really need some more help." And I'm just like talking to these guys, and I'm just like, "Why didn't you all just like, if you wanted to be part of a card shop so badly?" Why didn't you just join one of the other card shops that existed? I don't understand why everybody's, like, making new stores. And I think that was the other thing that I found interesting was, like, is the economy really that well that we're, like, oh, yeah, no, go spend a couple hundred thousand dollars and open up a brand new shop. It'll be fine. 
Yeah, that seems pretty incredible that they can have I, the amount of revenue in order to keep a store like that open. Is that all yeah. they sell is just cards? Are they doing I like, mean, board games, anything else? One of them, one of them is cards, board games, uh models like your typical kind of hobby store. Uh one of them is the same exact thing, uh just like less of an inventory cuz they're brand new. And then the last one is basically just cards. Uh, except for the guy has, like, a bunch of old memorabilia stuff that he's trying to sell. So he's got, like, first edition Dungeons and & Dragons and, like, an SNES. Okay, and, that's like, kind of cool. Yeah, so he's trying to do kind of, like, the, oh, yeah, I used video games and some of this other stuff. Um, So, like, at least he's trying to branch out and be a little different. He'll get a little influx after uh, Ready Player One is, yeah. is over. People are like, oh man, you get back to '80s gaming stuff. No, but yeah, no, it was just really interesting to me, at least, talking to them and them all being like, "It's only two of us. We don't have other people. We're desperately understaffed. I don't know why we opened the store." And I was like, "I don't know why you all opened these stores." Like, it was just a very interesting thing that I thought it would be uh, uh, fun to comment and, and talk about. Dude, I don't know how any any store out there can stay open with the cost to run a business out where you guys live. Like we have a store here that's that's board games. You can st- you buy board games. You can stay and play board games. They also serve alcohol. And the owner, the guy that owns that, was telling me that it's hard for him to stay afloat. This is Kansas wow. City we're talking about, where the cost of rent is like one third of what it is in well, Greater DC. Dang. I I don't I can't quite understand how any of these stores are really, as you said, you know that that are keep going just because of the fact that. You know, I they I go there and I look at their board games and I was like, oh yeah, you know, uh, uh, Seven Wonders. I I want to pick that up because I really like that game, and it's always no matter where I go, fifty bucks, and then I can log on to Amazon, forty dollars. Uh, yeah. I actually just picked it up last weekend because Toys R Us is going out of business, so I walked into Toys R Us and they're like, all of our board games are fifty percent off, so I na- nabbed that for twenty five. We but what. A sweet, yeah. No, no. <laughs> I thought you said, I thought said wait, and I was like, I, yeah, but yeah. So it was just one of those things. I'm just like, I don't understand how any store stays in business when you can just jump onto Amazon and buy whatever they're selling for twenty, thirty percent cheaper. Yeah, and if you ever like, if you ever asked one of them, like, do you guys do price matching? And they'd be like, man. I mean, I really need this. <laughs> need these funds. You got to support local, man. We can't be. We can't be dropping our prices. And then I feel guilty. I'm like, rely on the, with some it's stores like that. dollars for this expansion. That's what I, they rely on, though. Is like the the whole support your local game shop movement. Yeah, yeah. and I mean, I will. I would love to buy it from my local game stop, uh, game shop. But for some of those things, you know, if I can save twenty, thirty, forty bucks, um, I'm saving that kind of money. You know, if it's one or two dollars, sure, I'll pay one or two dollars to keep you in business. Right. Uh, but you know, if I can save tons of money, um, uh, I'm, I'm saving tons of money. I'm sorry. That's just, that's how that's going to happen. I and think I it's mean, like the immediacy of availability that might keep them up. Cause like, if you're like, if I'm, I'm having a group over tomorrow and I, we want to play this game, I can't order it on Amazon and have it show up. Well, I maybe depends. I guess maybe. But like a lot of the time, it's like minimum two days to get there. So you're like, ah, oh, just go to this game shop and pick it up. 
then we'll be able to play it. Or like, I mean, you know, when we're at PAX or whatever, sometimes we're like, let's go look at the games in the game shop. Maybe we'll buy something and play it because we're all here. That's true. Yeah, I was uh, I was going to say that I have uh, I have talked to some of the local people about like, it's like, you know, hey, I like this game, but I can get it for 30% cheaper on Amazon. And normally if I bring that up, they'll just be like, I'll take $10 off of it. You know, or something like that. Like, they won't price match it completely, but they'll at least haggle a little on it. And I was like, all right. Sure. So, somehow, Alex and Jake forgot to mention that One Punch Man is on Netflix, which I am very surprised by. Oh, is it? I didn't watch it on there. I was going to say, I didn't know it was on there. Wait, As is, is One Punch Man like a series about some guy that just literally one-punched ends people's yeah. lives? Oh, <gasps> it's, it's amazing. A, it's, it's, a, it's so good. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Like, okay, like, it's so good. There's like, they set up these guys and it's like, you know, he fights like all these guys and he just ends them. It's like, man, there's no way he can kill this guy. I'm punching, he gets up, he punches him once and he dies. And it's like, well, shit, he got him. (laughs) And every time he's like disappointed, he's like, dang it. He's like, because the whole first episode is about him finding a guy who he doesn't kill in one punch. And he's so ecstatic. And it's this long ass fight scene. And then he wakes up from that dream and kills like four guys in one punch. <laughs> it's so good. It's very funny. It is funny. Uh, okay. t- to, to loop this back around, uh, Michael B. Jordan is yes. his favorite anime, is One Punch Man. Great. <laughs> God bless America. <laughs> oh. Caleb, go watch that freaking movie. Hey, uh, Black real Panther. quick before we get off, does uh, it, has anybody heard of the Detective Pikachu movie? Yes, <laughs> I heard about it. <laughs> no. Yeah, they're excited. making. So I, I was like, man, Gravity Falls is so good. I, I wonder what that dude's doing. And I went and looked up, you know, who the writer was because I forgot. And then it was Hirsch. Alex Hirsch. You forgot it was Alex Hirsch. I, was like, you it was Alex Hirsch? <laughs> I don't know because he has the same name as me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no kidding. You forget people who have the same name uh, as you. Okay. So I was like, Alex Hirsch, what's he doing? I look him up on IMDb. He's writing the Detective Pikachu movie. <laughs> oh, my God. What? Interesting. Freaking what? And then I go look at the Detective Pikachu movie and... Whose cast is Detective Pikachu? Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> <laughs> yes! I'm so excited for this movie. This movie what sounds pretty great now. I'm so confused. Uh. Well, uh, on that note, <laughs> <laughs> now that you've got them talking about Detective Pikachu. Pikachu. Um, yeah, uh, make sure you check out our website at wearethorizon.com. We got a bunch of other um, content we put up there in the past. Man, just in the past. We should do some more content, guys. This is depressing. I can't talk about anything no. new. Okay, forget it. All our stuff is old. Just listen to the podcast. We'll catch you next time. <laughs> <laughs> This week's podcast was edited by me, Aaron Juno. Other voices this week include Alex McCoslin, Jake John Fetterkyle, Caleb Juno, and Owen Powderline. This week's music was again brought to you by Amair, A-M-A-I-R. You can check out his music on Spotify, or you can also check it out on soundcloud.com forward slash Amer. Also, this week's podcast was again brought to you by Reclaim Industrial, a small but amazing shop of makers, designers, and fabricators based out of Bluemont, Virginia. 
You can check out their website at www.reclaimindustrialwithane.com. Additionally, you can check out everything that we do, We Are The Horizon, at our website, www.wearethehorizon.com. We have a lot of video posts as well as links to other content we've done in the past. Again, thanks so much for joining us, and we'll catch you next time.